so long. A tough evening all night, but he can still get it going when it counts. Six second differential between the game clock and the shot clock. Bryant putting moves on James. Here's Bryant. Yes. everyone and welcome to the scoop talk show with your host sean harris right here on yellow jacket network this show is being simulcast in 35 countries 49 cities 30 languages worldwide oh man to find the show you can find the show on this facebook page at the scoop talk show on Facebook, we're on Instagram, on IG at the Real Sean Harris. That's the Real S H A W N Harris. We're also on Twitter, on both accounts. My personal page at Cesar19. That's C E Z A A R19, and on Yellow Jacket Network's Twitter page for Kalamazoo, Michigan, at capital Y, capital J, capital Media, all spelled out, capital K. Little A, capital Z, little double O, and all other various streamlined sites that you can get your podcast on. The Scoop Talk Show is right there, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Man, I'm at loss for words right now. I'm still at loss for words after it went down. Thank you so much for tuning in. On this Wednesday, tragic weekend that happened. It's 3 p.m. on the eastern coast, 2 o'clock central, 1 mountain, and 12 noon in whatever parts of the world you're listening. You're listening to the Scoop Talk Show with your host, Sean Harris. Yeah, I'm still in shock, disbelief trying to understand how all of you guys out there feel right now with the loss of an iconic figure, not only in culture, but in life. An iconic basketball player, a hell of a genius mind, and a great businessman. We all got the news pretty much simultaneously across the world about this tragic event involving Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gina Bryant, which he called affectionately as Gigi, and man, words can't express what Vanessa is going through, his wife. Because he leaves behind her and their three little daughters. My prayers are with Vanessa at this moment and her family. As well as all the other victims who tragically died in this helicopter crash on Sunday in Calabasas, California. The other victims were... John Altobelli, 
his wife Carrie Altabelli, and their daughter Alyssa Altabelli, Sarah Chester, Peyton Chester, husband and wife, Christina Mauser, and Aura Zobanya. These other victims has my sympathy and others here at Yellow Jacket Network and the school talk show and prayers are going out and big hugs spiritual hugs to those victims families as well Kobe was like I said iconic figure in the NBA who would have thought that this kid who got drafted by Charlotte it via trade with Vlade Divac from the Lakers to be who he was in a 20-year span of his career. Who would have thought that? At least I wouldn't have thought that. I mean, I've seen Kobe in high school. I watched him on television a few times at the McDonald's All-Star Game and various other games that I was able to get broadcast out of Philadelphia area. And remembering Kobe coming to spend summers with his dad. Because his dad back then played for the San Diego Clippers. And Kobe had an illustrious career. I mean, he was a guy that was fierce on the court. No doubt about it. That's where the Black Mama signature came from. When he wanted to pick your bones on the basketball court to finish you off, he can do that. He was one of the greats that can do that. Kobe had a zest for being the best. His workouts, the way he nutritioned himself with his eating habits, his mental structure of how he went about the game. The practices, being the first one in the gym, the last one out the gym. All that incorporated Kobe to be one of the all-time greats of the NBA. And I'm still trying to come to grips with it, just like all of you out there. He's gone. He's not coming back. He's gone. And his daughter... His daughter, Gigi, said a lot of times, being with her dad at the games, she is going to carry that torch to keep the tradition of Kobe's style of play alive because she had aspirations of becoming possibility going to the WNBA one day and to achieve things that her dad once did. And now those dreams are taken away from her now. And just being a simple parent as a whole for her. Never get a chance to see her graduate out of high school. Never chance to get a chance to see her go to college. We will never get a chance to see her walk down that aisle to get married. We'll never get a chance to, her, to see her have her, child, her children and raise a family. We'll never get to see that because she's gone. And I had a lot of people talk to me about, well, what if Kobe would have just took a car? Well, what if Kobe would have just took a train? Well, what if Kobe would have did this or Kobe would have did that? Look, it doesn't matter. When your number is called, your number is called. When, it, when, when, when the spirit calls you home, that's it. It wouldn't have mattered how they would have got there. It was their time. And unfortunately, it was their time together. Both Gina and Kobe. And same with the others who perished in that helicopter crash. Now, if things would have been different, if Kobe and Gigi would have took different alternate routes to get to the basketball tournament or event, possibility it could have altered the lives of others but it still does not negate the fact that 
it was meant to be. Just think about it for a second, people. Just think about it for a second. However you commute, whether it be flying, whether it be train, whether it be by your own vehicle or another vehicle like Uber or Lyft to get you back and forth to work, the bus system, the train system like Metro, or just simply riding your bike or walking. It doesn't matter. When your time comes, there's nothing you can do about that. Nothing absolutely at all you can do about that. And here it is Wednesday. And I'm still trying to believe that this is all a dream, that those reports about what happened to Kobe and Gigi and those other uh, families that was on board that helicopter, including the pilot. Oh, it was just a mistake. It was a misprint. You know how sometimes you go on certain websites or you hear certain things on social media to get you to drive to their site, but in the end it says this is all false. This is just a false website to get you to get to connect with them to get their ratings up or their views up or whatever the case. I was hoping that that would have been one of those to be the case for all of those people. That this is not true. But it is. It's true as the sun will shine each and every day whether it's cloudy or not. Kobe left a legacy outside the basketball court when he retired. He built a business empire that will be forever long-standing. Movie production mogul. Won his first Oscar at the Academy Awards for his outstanding short on Dear Basketball. And I'm telling y'all right now, if y'all never seen that short, check it out. I love it. When I first seen it, I fell in love with it. Dear Basketball. And we'll never get ever to see Kobe do great things outside of basketball in his old age as he gets older in life. We'll never get a chance to see that. The 40, the 50, the 60, the 70-year-old Kobe Bryant, gray hair and all, Gigi is in the WNBA doing her thing, representing her father's legacy after his playing days, and he's going to the games and being there with her like he always done. At 41 years old, yeah, everybody seems to say that life was short for Kobe. But it wasn't. It wasn't. Kobe got a chance to do a lot of things with his life and inspire and touch a lot of people within the community and city of Los Angeles in particular and children all over the world and help keep the NBA brand going the way it should be going in the right direction, then all of us or most of us wish that we can ever do, no matter what, how old we are right now. So Kobe's life wasn't short, at least not to his expectation. Kobe fulfilled a lot of things in the 41 years of his life that a lot of us wish we can do, want to do have the ability to do. But to some degree, we're limited until we break that, to be able to do that. And then your life won't feel as short or long. It'll be right there. Kobe lived his life the way he, he wanted, on his own terms, same way the way he went out on the basketball court. Jordan didn't go out his, uh, his way, but Kobe did. And we'll never get a chance to see that from Kobe ever again. Ever again. We'll never get a chance to see that. I'm just still, y'all have to excuse me, I'm just still kind of like lost for words to wrap my head still around 
the the loss of a cultural iconic generational spirit of a man and Kobe Bryant. And I just keep thinking about the more I talk about him, I just keep thinking about his wife Vanessa and his three younger daughters that he has. And for those of you out there in Los Angeles right now hearing this show, please, please wrap your arms around her. Show her that y'all love her just as much as she loves y'all. Keep her up in strength and prayer through this difficult time because this is going to be the most hardest thing that she's going to have to do within the next two weeks or so. Is burying her husband and mostly burying her baby girl. That's a hard thing to do for any parent is to bury their children. Because we're supposed to die before our children, not our children dying before us. In any kind of way. Any kind of way. And through this difficult time for Vanessa, please keep her. Keep her within your loving arms of the community. And show her the gratitude that she's always needed to have because she's done that for the community of Los Angeles. Because she's going to need that more than ever now. She's going to need that more than ever. And let her know that it's okay. We got you. Through this difficult time. Man. Oh. Be sure to catch Kobe's last game. If you didn't catch it on Monday night when ESPN re aired it, find it on YouTube if you've never seen it. And if you want to watch it again, it's available on YouTube. They're going to make it available. Like I said, Kobe epitomized the sport of basketball unlike no other. Ever since he entered to the league at 17 years old, he showed greatness from the start. From the start. Kobe was a 1997 slam dunk champion. Same year, all-rookie team. A 12-time all-defense team in consecutive years from 2000 to 2012. 15-time all-NBA team selection. 13, 99, and 2005. Second team back-to-back in the championship years between him and Shaq. 2000-2001. First team, he did it 11 times. From 2002 to 2003 consecutively. He's a four-time NBA All-Star Game MVP. 2002, 7, 9, and 11. Sharing it with Shaq in the 2009 year. He's an 18-time NBA All-Star. Consecutive years except for 1999. From 98 to 2016, because in 99 they had a lockout that year. Otherwise, he would have been 19 times. Two-time scoring champion, back-to-back, 06 and 07. NBA Most Valuable Player in 2008. Two-time NBA Finals MVP during the last back-to-back years of his career in 09 and 10. Seven NBA final appearances, 2001, 2, and 3, 4, 8, 9, and 10. And he's a five-time NBA champion, which everybody knows of. When the Lakers was down after their last championship run in 88, Kobe and Shaq collaborated to put together some of the greatest runs of NBA championship 
pedigree I have ever seen in the turn of the 2000s. They did it better than Duncan and Robinson, Ginobili and Parker. They did it better than Hakeem and Sampson with Drexler. They did it better than anybody you can imagine during that era. Because Jordan's three-peat, last three-peat, was it until they got together. Kobe achieved greatness in this sport like no other. And we got a chance to witness that. But unfortunately, the generations that are just coming into the world, they'll never get a chance to see none of that unless they go back in time. But I'm glad I got a chance to see that firsthand live. And I remember my experience of meeting Kobe was at the 2013 NBA All-Star Game in Las I mean Summer League, excuse me, the 2013 Summer League in Las Vegas. He was sitting alongside Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, Paul Pierce, and Kevin Garnett. And I got a chance to talk to Kobe. And this one I was up and coming doing my thing. And I had a wonderful time talking with Kobe. We laughed, we joked, we sat on the sidelines right there. We watching these young players play. And I was a, that's a moment that I'll never forget. That's a moment that I would cherish for the rest of my life because it wasn't about me talking about Kobe's basketball career. It was about me talking about Kobe life after basketball, which was most important to me. And what I got out of Kobe was that he had aspirations of taking on business adventures and continuing on helping the communities of city, uh, the city of Los Angeles, giving back to the youth programs like basketball camps and giving his time and, 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 and everything like that, as well as being with Gigi and developing her and getting her passion for the game to grow even stronger so that she can be one day going to the WNBA. All of that. All of that. All of that. The life that he lived outside of basketball to me was much bigger than the life he had in basketball. Because I, I got a chance to know Kobe, the man, the family man, the loving husband, the father, the mentor to his daughter Gigi, the mentor to other children across the Los Angeles area and abroad the world, the consummate man that he is of giving back to what he believes is the right thing to do. And Kobe was just so humble. He was just so, for a man to have so much, he was very humble. Very humble. And that's a moment that I'll never forget when I talk to Kobe. Never forget that. So once again, my prayers go out to Vanessa, her family, the Bryant family, both sides of both Kobe's and Vanessa's families, and those that were in their circle as friends, business partners, Anybody that was closely related, my prayers go out to you and them, as well as all of the victims who perished, same thing. My prayers go out to them who perished in this tragic, tragic helicopter crash in Cal Calabasas, California. Kobe Bryant will be dearly missed. Gone at the age of 41. You're listening to the Scoop Talk Show with your host, Sean Harris. We'll be right back. You know, uh, I just don't have a lot to say. I, uh, the news is just devastating to everybody uh, who know him, know him a long time. And uh, 
You know, it, it just it, mean, it means a lot to me, obviously. Um, I've, I was getting to know him more since he retired, you know. Um, yeah, this is, this is the tough one. Scoop Talk Show is brought to you by our newest sponsor, Jerry's Girls. Jerry's Girls is an organization to help strengthen and change the lives of young girls and women right here in Kalamazoo, Michigan. If you want more information or how to help, volunteer, donate, whatever your criteria is about this wonderful organization, go to our Facebook page at Jerry's Weekly Enterprises, LLC, 
for more of that. Changing young girls and women's lives each and every day. Jerry's girls. Now, you heard some of the segment of how the emotion is still pouring out from Sunday with Doc Rivers being emotional about the loss of Kobe on that day, as well as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Laker legend, giving his condolences, thoughts, and prayers to Vanessa Bryant and his three beautiful daughters that are left behind, and prayers for Kobe and Gigi. May they rest in peace and all the other victims as well of this tragic, tragic accident that happened in Calabasas, California on Sunday morning. We even got one of the most historical quotes from Kobe that was played during the segment as it began to come back. Kobe was not only a wonderful, great basketball player, but Kobe was also a philanthropist. He was also a person that could help in any way that he can for the community of Los Angeles, let alone had basketball strengthened around the world, starting in Asia as an ambassador to the sport. Just go check out my article of what I read about Kobe on Yellow Jacket Network. Kobe epitomized everything that you can ever accomplish as an athlete as well as his private life off the court. Becoming a successful businessman, becoming involved in the media, like I said with the short that he wrote Dear Mr. Basketball that won him an Oscar, And everywhere he went and everywhere he was at, people's lives was changed at that moment dealing with Kobe. And being a fan, in some way it kind of changed your lives too, whether you knew him or you didn't know him. Kobe was that person, particularly in the city of Los Angeles. He was that person. And like I said on my pages, that if you had anything you wanted to say about Kobe, in any given way you wanted to say about Kobe, whether you knew him or not, professionally or non-professionally, let me know. Send me a voice message. Send me a tweet. I just got this the other day from Tanya Han. Thank you so much, Tanya, for expressing how you felt about Kobe and what he meant to you and your son. It reads, he was a great mentor towards kids, sponsoring them, coached them, taught them, and he was a great dad and husband, rest in paradise. She also goes on to say, My son wore his number 24. Kobe played at his gym before, so it hurts, Sean. I can't believe my favorite player is gone. Long live Kobe, number 8, number 24, and for his daughter, Gigi, number 2, basketball life. That, coming from someone who never knew Kobe like I knew Kobe is inspiring and is touching. Her and her son was devastated and hurt as well as many others with this tragic news of the passing of Kobe and his daughter Gigi and seven others on that helicopter in Calabasas, California. That that was very hard to read because still right now 
If you turn on your TV, just turn it on, you will still see the crowd out there still pouring everything that they got for Kobe. The Staples Center is just jam-packed. The streets is jam-packed with thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Ice Cube was on Sports Center just yesterday saying how important Kobe meant to the city of Los Angeles. And whatever diversity we may have, whether it's game-banging, whether it's gay, straight issues, whatever it is, basketball always kept people together in that town. And he's right. Ice Cube was absolutely right with that. It do. And when you really factor everything in and you really, really think about it, your team, your city, the embodiment of the sports caliber really does make a difference in a lot of ways. It really does. So I want to thank Tanya Hand once again for sending me that. And I thought that that was very noble of her to share that with me. And she even sent me some pictures, which I'm going to share on my show's Facebook page, my regular Facebook page, my Instagram pages for the show and for myself, my Instagram pages. I'm going to share her photo of her son on all my sites to get people aware of who he is and what he's doing. The greatness of Kobe has far surpassed the basketball court. It touched many lives, once again, like I said, not only in, the, in L.A., but in all aspects of the United States. All creeds, colors, backgrounds, religion, the entire world as a whole, Kobe life and legacy of what he's done on the court and off the court will always be remembered never forgotten. Kobe's life will be shared with the newer generations that are being born in 2020 and beyond. You're listening to the Scoop Talk Show with your host Sean Harris right here on Yellow Jacket Network. We're paying tribute today on Wednesday to the life, career, and legacy of Kobe Bean Bryant, my dear friend. We'll be right back. Man, um, any words? Words can't explain it, man. Um, for myself, learning everything I've, I've learned basketball-wise from Kobe, what he meant to the game, the inspiration that he brought to the world. Um, not just that, Starter. I'm a father. Um, I can't imagine something like that, you know, happening. I mean, it's, it's a sad, sad, very sad, sad day. You know, Amanda, I I didn't know until Joey just told me coming off uh, 18 Green. Um, I didn't really understand why the, the people in the galleries were saying do it for Mamba, um, but now I understand. Um, it's a shocker to everyone. Um, un un unbelievably sad, and um, one of the more tragic days that uh, I think. Well, for me, it's just, the rally just kind of sitting in because um, I've just told Carlo about you know five minutes ago. He burned so competitively hot, and uh, the desire to win. Um, he brought it each and every night on both ends of the floor. I mean, not too many guys can can say that uh, throughout NBA history. Everybody's pretty emotional about the tragedy. Uh, with Kobe and uh, all of us know what a great player he was but he went beyond great playing he was a competitor uh, that is that goes unmatched and it's what made him 
uh, as a player so attractive to everybody, that focus, uh, that competitiveness, that will to win. Uh, and even more importantly than that, uh, we all feel a deep sense of loss for Rudiment to all of us in so many ways and so many millions of people loved him for so many different reasons. Uh, it's just a, a tragic thing that uh, there are no words that can describe uh, how everybody feels about it. So uh, we all think about the family and the process that they're going to be going through now. Uh, that's where all our thoughts should be. Just going to make a brief statement on behalf of the Nets organization, and uh, uh, we'd like to express our sincerest condolences to the you know, Bryant family um, and everybody affected by the tragedy. <clears throat> As an organization, we're devastated. Our players are devastated. The one that sticks out the most is the year 2000, Game 7, uh, Lakers in Portland. You know, it was Phil Jackson's first year, and of course, you had, of course you had Kobe and Shaq playing together. And um, you know, I was 10 years old, and I was really just getting into basketball and you know becoming a big Piston fan. And I watched that game on a Sunday afternoon on NBC, and uh, they completed the biggest fourth quarter comeback in history of a Game 7. Um, so I'd have to say that's probably my favorite Kobe Bryant memory. I just got done watching the ESPN tribute of his uh, final game, the 60-point game he had. Man, that's just so chilling and, and just... Hello, everyone, and welcome back. For those of you who are just tuning in, you're listening to the Scoop Talk Show with your host, Sean Harris, right here on Yellow Jacket Network, where we're paying... Tribute to the late Kobe Bryant, who passed away 
along with his daughter, 13 years old, Gianna Bryant, as well as seven others in that tragic helicopter crash in Calabasas, California. And we're talking about the life, career, and legacy of Kobe Bryant as we knew him before all of this happened. This segment of the Scoop Talk Show is brought to you by OMG Suites. OMG Suites has everything you need to sweeten that sweet tooth of yours from cakes to cookies to pies. She has it all. And she also provides special catering for your orders. If you have that event around the corner or if it's coming up nearby, she has you covered. OMG Suites. Oh, what a heavenly treat. Just in the last segment, I was reading the pouring out that I received from people of how they felt about Kobe. And I played a segment voice recorded earlier from my dear friend who is a broadcaster for the University of Toledo and I've had him on my show before who reached out to me and I thought that that was very noble of him to do that Garrison Deal and he shared his experience of when he saw Kobe for the very first time as, as a young boy of his age and got a chance to see the re-air in case some of you didn't see it on Monday night when they replayed Kobe's last game where he scored 60 points against Utah in his last game. Like I said before, Kobe has made an impact on a lot of people more than he can ever know. And now that he's gone, he'll never know that. But he felt it all along. He felt it all along. And it's wonderful to see the pouring out of appreciation what Kobe has done for that city and for fans all around the world, for children, what he did for the women's game to help the WNBA become stronger than what everybody anticipated the WNBA was going to be. They thought that the WNBA was not going to even last as long as it did in its past 20 years strong. And it was all because of Kobe. It was all because of Kobe. Kobe helped make that happen by help promoting that league. Yes, he did. He surely did. So the outpour of the WNBA is, man, very, very appreciative of what Kobe has done for them. Here's another one that I received the other day from Kimberly Smith. She says, I didn't really know him personally, but I knew but I know that when I used to see him play, he had a passion like no other. May he forever rest in peace. You was truly one of the greats. My heart goes out to his family. He truly will be missed. Thank you, Kimberly Smith, so much for your response on what Kobe meant to you, watching him play. And what he meant for you after his life in basketball. The reactions that I'm getting are insynonymous with how everybody is feeling at this particular point. Even to this day, from Sunday... People are still feeling the reeling effects in the awake of his passing. His daughter Gigi, same gratitude and respect that they have for Kobe, they have for her because she was going to be the one to take mama mentality to the next level. Studying the game. I mean, you can even look at some of her game that she has, just like her father. 
to one day play for UConn, Huskies, women's basketball team, and to someday make it to the WNBA. But we'll never get a chance to see that. We'll never get a chance to see everything I talked about in the first segment to open the show about how things were going to be for her and Kobe's lifelong legacy of outside of the basketball world of doing what he was doing. We'll, we'll never be able to see that. Because it's gone now. It's gone. Here's another message that I received. And this one is by a good friend of mine, Joseph T. Burnell. He says, hearts of greatness live forever. Love never dies. People are pouring out to me in response to everything that has transpired with this. And they're still going to continue on trying to understand and still try to make sense of all of this leading up to the days ahead. But as more and more days go by and time go by with this, more and more investigation will come out to play in all of this, how everything transpired, what happened, you name it, it's going to come out. But in the meantime, in between time, please, please do me a favor. Everybody out there that are listening to my show in the city of Los Angeles, my hometown, wrap your arms around Miss Vanessa Bryant and her three babies. Show them the love and appreciation that you show her husband, Kobe, and his daughter, Gigi. She needs that so desperately right now because it's going to hit her the hardest when she has to Realize that it's going to come down to where she has to lay her husband and lay her daughter to rest and to see them lying in state one more time. So please do that for me. Please do that for me. They deserve it. She deserves it. And let her know that she will never be alone. And the legacy that her husband left on that city and around the world will never be forgotten. You're listening to the Scoop Talk Show with your host Sean Harris right here on Yellow Jacket Network where we're paying a special tribute to the life, career, and legacy of Kobe Bryant. We'll be right back. personal anecdotes about Kobe Bryant, so here's mine. I met Kobe one time backstage at an event for ESPN in New York, and I saw him and I thought, oh my gosh, that's Kobe. I gotta get a picture with a gram. Mm. That's the picture. I didn't get it for a few minutes because as I approached him, he immediately commented on my rather large eight-month pregnant belly. How are you? How close are you? What are you having? A girl, I said, and then he high-fived me. Girls are the him for advice on raising girls, seeing as though he quite famously had three at the time, and he said, just be grateful that you've been given that gift because girls are amazing. His third daughter, Bianca, was about a year and a half old at the time, so I asked if he wanted more children, and he said that his wife, Vanessa, really wanted to try again for a boy, but was sort of jokingly concerned that it would be another girl, and I was like, four girls, are you joking? Like, what would you think? How would you feel? And without hesitation... He said, I would have five more girls if I could. I'm a girl dad. When it came to sports, he said that his oldest daughter was an accomplished volleyball player and that the youngest was a toddler, so TBD. But that middle one, he said, that middle one was a monster. She's a beast. She's better than I was at her age. She's got it. That middle one, of course, was Gigi. When I reflect on this tragedy and that half an hour that I spent with Kobe Bryant two years ago, I suppose that the only small source of comfort for me is knowing that he died doing what he loved the most, being a dad. 
being a girl dad. This has been this has been absolutely beautiful, you guys. I can't believe it's come to an end. Um, you guys will always be in my heart, and uh, I sincerely, sincerely appreciate it. No words can describe how I feel about you guys. And uh, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I, God, I love you guys, and uh, I love you guys. And uh, my family, to my family, my wife Vanessa. Our daughters, Natalia and Gianna, you know, thank you guys for all your sacrifice. You know, for all the hours I spend in the gym working and training. And Vanessa, you holding down the family the way that you have. I, I, I can't, there's no way that I can thank you enough for that. So, God, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And, uh, what can I say? Mamba out. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. For those of you who are just tuning in, you're listening to the Scoop Talk Show with your host, Sean Harris, right here on Yellow Jacket Network. And in case you missed part or all the entirety of this show, be sure, please be sure to catch it on Simplecast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and any other social media streamlined device services that you get on your phone, the Scoop Talk Show is available to listen to this episode. In closing, I just would like to say thank you to everyone at this particular time and moment in the sports world. Thank you so much for your condolences, your prayers. I've been seeing them all over line, all over social media, to the Bryan family to help keep Vanessa Bryant uplifted because she's going to need that to carry on to take care of those three babies without her husband. The loss of her daughter, she has to understand to endure to get over that. She needs everybody's strength right now, and thank you so much for all of that. Kobe inspired a lot of people in a lot of ways. And like I said in my article, Remember how he lived and the way he lived his life, not how he died. Remember Gigi, the inspiring young girl to want to follow in her daddy's footsteps. Remember the way and how she lived and not how she died. And all the seven others that perished in that helicopter crash. Remember the way and how they lived and not how they died. I would like to thank my sponsors, WMU Go Broncos. I would like to thank Keizu Coney. I would like to thank OMG Sweets. I would like to thank Stay Glassy Smoke Shop. And also I would like to thank my newest sponsor, Jerry's Girls. Thank you so much for being proud supporters of the Scoop Talk Show. Until then... I'm out of here like the breeze through the trees. When I'm gone, I'm taking all the leaves. Peace, take care, love one another. Love one another. And I'll see y'all next time.